Women with PCOS, we struggle with absorbing omega-3 fats from seeds and nuts because we have inflammation and it creates this issue with an enzyme called D60. And because that enzyme isn't working properly, it makes it harder for us to absorb the omega-3 and it's easier for us to absorb it from fish. If you're not consuming fish every day, I highly suggest that you take an omega-3 supplement. Doctor said you got PCOS. Now go on, girl, just lose some weight. Till I took the symptoms into my own hands and reversed them naturally. So I became a dietitian to help my sisters feel the best they've ever felt. Take a step in my direction if you wanna put them wrong and take control of yourself. Join a sister and a Everybody was kung fu fighting. <laughs> Those cats were fast as lightning. I'm so bad at why am I why am I so bad at melodies? Honestly. <laughs> From the scratch. Everybody was kung fu fighting. Huh. Hoo, ha. Go now. Everybody was fast no, you're saying, as lightning. Oh my. You're supposed to say those cats were fast as... Not Honestly, everybody. My thing is I sing the lyrics to songs wrong. And I have accepted this part of myself since I was a little girl. A little girl. My sister has been driven crazy listening to me sing the classics with Actually, the wrong lyrics. Funny thing about that, Arlene, Tyne's sister, told me this recently that Tyne makes up the lyrics. Mm -hmm. And I didn't know that because all the time I hear Tyne singing, I'm always like, how do you like know the lyrics to everything? And then after that, now I listen and she says, <laughs> she says everything wrong. I say it wrong. I mean, not everything, but like some of it. Eh. It is what it is. But uh, so this today's episode was, you know, 10 PCOS fighting foods. And before that, Tanya was like, fighting foods and i was like that's so funny so i was like why don't we start the podcast with the kung fu fighting <laughs> intro but it just, it just didn't go as planned yes probably because of me no i have no melody my bones babe it was great beautiful we've sisters. serenaded the sisters and before we did this by the way we watched uh, everybody was kung fu fighting music video and it is a real classic mm -hmm. <laughs> really old and it's hilarious if you watch it like compared to what we have nowadays the guy in the music video is literally in the same spot the entire video you should really look it up yeah it's a, it's a sight to see yeah like he's in the same spot the entire video and he's just singing and it's entertaining but like if you compare it to now there's like literally like 60 different scenes in a music video compared to now well, taylor swift is changing like yeah. into 10 different costumes no this was awful no, this was good if you and asked me. And yet it was a classic. If you ask me, this is better. What? The, what? You really think? Yeah. Classic. I mean, I was not entertained with okay. that music well, video. I was like, wow, this really sucks. I was enjoying the music, so I guess. The music was good. I guess we're at Crossroads. All right, then. Well, sisters, today's episode, we're going to be talking about some, you know, some main foods that we, re we really like to fight PCOS symptoms. Yes. And how to eat them to make them fight PCOS. Yeah. You know, there are lots of nutrient-dense foods, but it's really how you're pairing them, how you're eating them, that make them actually great for PCOS and blood sugar control. So we'll get into that in this episode. Yes. Before we get to that, let's do our quick Q&A uh, session. So we got some questions from our different social media platforms. First one is from Maddie on TikTok. 
Her question is, do you recommend any YouTube videos for at-home workouts? Yes, actually, great question. We have, if you go to our YouTube channel, PCOS Weight Loss, we do have a couple of slow-rated workouts, um, full videos for anyone who wants to try them out. Um, you can definitely go there to do them. It's about 30 minutes, so you can do it at home with weights or no weights. Yes. Next question is from Kelly Stooksbury. She says, what does it mean if my period lasts three months, then disappears for four months, then comes back for three months? So that means that your period is irregular and it could be for multiple reasons. I'm just going to throw some out there. It could be insulin resistance. It could be hypothyroid. It could be a lot of different things, general like hormonal imbalance between estrogen dominance and low progesterone. What I would suggest here is to try taking Ovacetol. Ovacetol is a supplement that helps improve insulin resistance. And 80% of women with PCOS have insulin resistance and this really affects our ability to have a regular period. So I would probably start there. I've linked Ovacetol in the description and it comes in a three month supply. So it doesn't work immediately. You would have to take it. Well, sometimes it works immediately, but sometimes, you know, after the three months, you start to see more regular periods, less painful periods, less symptoms of PMS. So it comes in a three month supply. You can take it for as long as you want. People take it for like years. Eventually, you might not even need it because it can really help with insulin resistance. And when you pair it with the proper foods and PCOS fighting foods that we're going to be talking about in this episode, eventually you might not need the support of Ovacetol. Yeah. And speaking of Ovacetol, question from Mariana. Studies say it's appropriate for women who have PCOS and want to get pregnant to take Inositol, but I don't want to get pregnant. Can I still take it? Great question. So we get this question a lot because, of course, if you don't want to get pregnant, you don't want to take a supplement that's meant for someone who wants to get pregnant, right? But the thing with Ovacetol is, or Inositols in general, is that it's like a supplement that helps all the different pathologies of PCOS, whether you want to improve your fertility, whether you want to lose weight. Sorry, I had to uh, take a breather there. Whether you want to improve your insulin resistance, egg quality, menstrual regularity. Like, for example, if you if you haven't gotten your period for a few months, studies have shown that inositol can help you get your period back. It depends on which symptoms you're trying to improve. But overall, like, it's great for all the different pathologies of PCOS, as Talia has mentioned in the past, too. Yes. It's not just for if you want to get pregnant, which leads me to my next point. You don't want to focus on your fertility only when you want to get pregnant. You want to focus on that before and make sure that you're producing enough progesterone to have healthy skin, healthy hair, a good mood, less bloating. I mean, all of these things are important whether or not you want to get pregnant. So oh, that's all for the win. Yeah. By the way, something we haven't fully announced on the podcast yet is that you can now order Ovacetol internationally. If you go to our OvaFit website, we now have Ovacetol on our website as well at ovafit.org. So I've linked it in the description. If you want to order Ovacetol now outside of the United States, you can do that. Yes. And you still get the 15% off offer. People have been begging for this outside of the U.S. Yeah. So we're really happy that we're able to do this now. Yes, absolutely. All right. Shall we get into it? Let's get into it. The 10 PCOS fighting foods. Let's jump in. So basically, what does all of this mean? What do you mean by PCOS fighting foods? We're talking about foods that are anti-inflammatory, foods that you can really rely on and make like a regular part of your routine, something that gives you health 
energy, relief from symptoms, and of course, weight loss too, depending on what your goals are and depending on how you eat them. So we're going to get right into this. Yeah. And we also want to make it clear too, like we're trying to create a list of foods that are great for PCOS, but also foods that you can enjoy too, because we want to create healthy and tasty meals with this list of foods. We hope that it achieves both of those. One, fighting PCOS symptoms, but also creating something that you enjoy that's healthy and tasty. I could talk about food all day. Yeah. I'm really excited for this episode. <laughs> okay. The first category of foods is lentils and beans. So yes. these are a great source of fiber. And fiber is, in your diet, it's going to help you balance carbs, regulate your hormones, lower cholesterols. They also keep your insulin and blood sugar regulated. So again, helping with insulin resistance, helping with uh, balancing your hormones, cholesterol, like it's all around great source of food. Yeah, lentils and beans, they're gluten-free carbs. Um, a lot of times when sisters decide to go gluten-free to help reduce inflammation with PCOS, they are you know, at a crossroads between purchasing processed gluten-free carbs that might be like gluten-free crackers or pasta or chips versus buying natural gluten-free carbs like lentils and beans. And of course, my suggestion is to lean towards the natural ones, lentils and beans, plus it's cheaper. So you'd be surprised going gluten-free can be a very cheap process. Lentils and beans are great for your pocket and also they're nutrient dense as well. And um, you also wanna choose a carb that's good for your blood sugar. So like Sirak said, lentils and beans have lots of fiber in it. So it would probably be better for your blood sugar than corn, for example, mm -hmm. which doesn't mm -hmm. have as much protein or fiber in it. Yeah. So I would highly suggest if you don't have this right now and you're trying to go gluten and dairy free or gluten free at least, Get some canned beans like chickpeas, black beans. Get some lentil soup that you can make, lentils that you can make soup with or you can buy lentil soup. And this can be a great carb addition to your meals. Yeah, especially if you get cravings all, all throughout the day, the high fiber content is going to make you feel fuller longer and not crave like other, you know, foods mm -hmm. until, you know, it's the next time to eat. Cool. Yes. What is the next food group, babe? Or next food, I should say. The next food item is avocado. So I am obsessed with avocados. Like when I was little, I used to make guacamole and eat it so much here in really? California. Yeah. My grandma would make it for me. Like it was my thing. I remember like sitting down and just eating guac and chips. <laughs> Here in California, we get the best amazing. avocados from Mexico. Yeah. So, um, But anyways, avocados, they're so anti-inflammatory. They're so good for your digestive health. It can help with reducing inflammation. Inflammation looks like joint pain, headaches, weight gain, fatigue, and food sensitivities. So avocado is a staple. Every time I do my grocery shopping, I make sure I have it because I add it to my meal and it's just that healthy source of fat that I can always count on. Yeah. And one thing I want to mention too is if you want to find some avocado recipes, if you go to our website, PCOSweightloss.org, to our blog section, we actually have a whole blog article um, dedicated to, I think it's like 10 healthy avocado mm -hmm. recipes for PCOS weight loss. So check it out, PCOSweightloss.org. Go to the blog section. You can find those recipes all with like avocados used. So yes. besides those health benefits, 
avocado again with the healthy fats it just helps you feel fuller longer as well yes so it just again helps with reducing cravings so one thing i've learned as i lift weights i've been lifting weights four times a week doing my slow weighted workouts and I've been trying to up my protein intake because I'm getting hungrier. My metabolism is getting stronger and I really want to eat something, you know, so I want to eat more protein and avocados. They are just like so seductive, like, oh, that like creamy, fatty, delicious avocado. That's going to make me feel full and satisfied. And I want to eat the whole thing, but it doesn't have protein in it. And what I'm looking for is protein because I'm trying to build muscle mass. And so what I like to do with avocado is mix it with canned tuna. This is one of the recipes we have in the sisterhood. Um, it's a quick snack. It can be a lunch as well. You can wrap it in a in a gluten-free tortilla. Um, but basically pairing those two foods together makes it a great source of protein and fat, a perfect snack or lunch. And especially if you're lifting weights and trying to build muscle. So mm-hmm. I would suggest doing that instead of just eating the avocado. Mm-hmm. By the way, my goals is to grow an avocado tree in our backyard. We live in California, so it shouldn't be like too difficult. The thing with avocados is you need two trees because they have to pollinate themselves in order to produce so avocado. Romantic. So if it's just like one avocado, it won't grow avocados. And they have to be a type A and a type B avocado tree in order to pollinate themselves. If it's two type A's, then we're out of luck. So... It's no wonder my mom was never able to grow avocado, even though we always had an avocado tree. And I was so obsessed with avocado. And I asked myself, there you go. What the hell is the point of this stupid thing? If it's not going to grow me an avocado, you didn't have another, it didn't have another, it didn't have a partner. (sighs) My mom didn't have a green, doesn't have a green thumb. Yes. (laughs) She's like, oh God. Alrighty. The next food is nuts. So we all know protein is really important for PCOS. It helps improve insulin sensitivity and and regulates blood sugar levels and at the same time it helps the absorption of carbs and sugar so nuts are a great source of protein and they're also an anti-inflammatory like avocados yes i love to have some almond butter as a snack or with my breakfast but for me so i used to eat like almond butter mixed with chia seeds on gluten-free bread and that was my breakfast a while like a long time ago and Then I learned about the 30 grams of protein rule for PCOS um, to help improve insulin sensitivity. And I like to have 30 grams of protein for breakfast. So for example, this morning, I made us a protein shake with protein powder, you know, to really bump up that protein intake. And then next to it, I had like a little almond butter snack on a gluten-free, dairy-free, (laughs) sugar-free gingerbread (laughs) cookie that I made. Um, The recipe is also in the sisterhood, but basically I made this gingerbread cookie on Sunday and it is with all-purpose gluten-free flour. It has no dairy in it. And also I used um, xylitol instead of brown sugar. You can't even tell. It tastes just like anything else because xylitol is the same sweetness as sugar. But enough about these cookies. It just pairs really well with almond butter and a protein shake next to it. And we're just having a very well-balanced breakfast right now. 
Did you hear about that sister who took Ovacetol and finally got her period after a year of not having one? Incredible. I see those kinds of messages on Instagram a lot. How does that even happen? Well, Ovacetol helps with healing insulin resistance, a common root issue that most PCOS sisters have. And by targeting insulin resistance, we're seeing sisters kick those crazy cravings, finally regulate their periods, ovulate, and improve their egg quality. Each packet of Ovacetol has a 40 to 1 ratio of myo-inositol and D-chiro-inositol. This ratio is similar to the ratio that should be found in the body. But with women like me who have PCOS, this ratio is often imbalanced. So taking Ovacetol can be super effective in treating insulin resistance starting from the root of the issue. So awesome. It tastes like nothing, so just warn me when you put it in a cup so I don't drink it. You got it, boo. Check out the link in the description to get 15% off your order. All right, time to give you the next one because I need to blow my nose. It's really bothering me. So take the mic. Take the wheel. Take the wheel and I'll be right back. (laughs) Okay. The next one is salmon. Salmon is a delicious fatty fish with tons of health benefits, of course, has lots of great... um, fat sorry i was gonna say it has lots of great saturated fat no it has low in saturated fat which is better for our heart health it's anti-inflammatory and has lots of b vitamins and vitamin d especially women with pcos are low in vitamin d salmon is um like a wild caught salmon is my favorite fish recommendation for PCOS because of its high levels of vitamin D and also that it's so anti-inflammatory. I love to have smoked salmon for breakfast. I know it's not everyone's preference to have fish for breakfast, but it is such a great source of protein that I love to have it for breakfast. And I know that that's going to carry me throughout the day. I used to eat that a lot while we were traveling. Yeah, um, it was easy to find at restaurants and also like reliable because I knew that if I had smoked salmon with my breakfast, I wasn't going to be craving or like hungry while we were walking around and sightseeing and everything. So smoked salmon is also just, you know, something to keep in mind as a good breakfast source. I will also add that fish is a great source of omega-3 fats. So women with PCOS, we struggle with absorbing omega-3 fats from seeds and nuts because we have inflammation and it creates this issue with an enzyme called D6D. And because that enzyme isn't working properly, it makes it harder for us to absorb the omega-3 from seeds and nuts. And it's easier for us to absorb it from fish. Now, I don't want to get into the whole like science right now, but that is a brief summary of what's going on. So in order to get that omega-3 fat benefit, we would have to consume fish. And if you're not consuming fish every day, I highly suggest that you take an omega-3 supplement. This is part of our Metabolism Plus bundle because it is an essential nutrient for women with PCOS. We struggle with having enough um, omega-3 fats in our diet, and that's why we wanted to include it in the supplements what was i saying um i'm gonna leave the link to the supplements in the description you can check that out if you are somebody who doesn't eat fish regularly it's definitely something to consider because omega-3 fats are the building blocks or help build our hormones i was just trying to squeeze in back to my chair you didn't have to stop your talking and call me out knock me over why don't you all right Everybody thinks I'm just a pushover. (laughs) 
<laughs> I don't know what that means. What are you saying? <laughs> you push pushed me over. <laughs> okay. And the fifth fighting food is berries. Now, berries are also anti-inflammatory and high in fiber. Tasty as well. So it's like one of those things you can add on to your desserts. For example, if you're having like dairy-free ice cream, add on some berries on top. Mm-hmm. I love berries as my choice of fruit for PCOS because a lot of fruits or several fruits are really high in sugar. And I remember eating them a lot throughout the day because I thought that this was like a healthy source of sugar and I had lots of terrible you know, cravings with PCOS. So I really leaned on sweet fruits to give me that boost. You know what I mean? That sweet nectar. And yeah. And so it really wasn't doing me any Okay, like eating a bunch of tangerines throughout the day because I have cravings is not the way to go. That's not like what's going to help with your PCOS cravings Mm -hmm. or insulin resistance or anything like that. But berries, on the other hand, when you add these low sugar fruits to your smoothie or maybe if you eat it as a snack um, with some almond butter, delicious. It's wonderful. It's how you eat it that makes it good or, you know, not so good for your insulin resistance. And I love to pair my berries with protein and fat. And that's just, that just makes them a lot better for insulin resistance. Absolutely. All right. So we got five down, five more to go. Oh, actually one thing I want to mention about berries, some science behind it. They're also full of antioxidants and polyphenols. Antioxidants are the ones that fight free radicals throughout the body, and polyphenols help with weight management, indigestion, and even diabetes. So this is great for PCOS because 80% of sisters have insulin resistance, so can help with that. All right, five down, five more to go. Let's do a little break and do our wins of the week and finish up with the rest of the five. Our first winner is Julia, and we have an amazing announcement here. Okay, I was going to give it to Tanya, but she was giving it back to me. All right, (laughs) Julia says, good morning, sisters. So I have a win and wanted to share my story with you guys. I found the sisterhood and followed the exercise routine and the meal plans started to feel amazing. Seeing results and in 2021, I was pregnant. Super happy, excited, and couldn't wait to be a mama. Unfortunately, six weeks later, we lost the baby, which left me down and devastated. Now, fast forward to 2022, we are pregnant again and 14 weeks along now. I know there are some sisters out there who have experienced loss and heartbreak. Don't give up. You guys got this. Keep following the meal plans and workout routines. It can totally be in the cards for you. Amazing, amazing news, Julia. We are so happy for you. That's awesome. We are so proud of you. And this is so encouraging for anyone out there who's struggling to get pregnant. It can be a very challenging journey. And messages like this are super encouraging and just really bring peace to our hearts. Yes, absolutely. Amazing. Julia, we're so happy for you and wish you and your partner the best. Yes. All right, our next win. Our next win is from Amrutha Dusa. She says, all my sisters who understand this very well, I got my period today after almost five months and without a pill. I definitely cut out gluten and dairy about 80% and did moderate workouts every day. Yay, I'm super excited and my tummy finally looks less inflamed. Thank you for all the support and especially grateful for Italian for creating this group. Happy Thanksgiving. Ooh, Ooh, you go girl. That's awesome. 
look at that consistency. Yeah. 80% going gluten and dairy free, 80% is great. You don't have to be 100%. 80% is also fabulous. You do you, you do what makes you feel good. And it looks like this is really benefiting for you. Absolutely. Okay, let's go back to our episode. And our sixth PCOS fighting, fighting food is leafy greens leafy greens like kale and spinach i just added kale to our smoothie this morning they have lots of vitamin b which is great for our attention it's great for our insulin sensitivity healthy brain cells and metabolism so i love leafy greens especially because they help us detoxify excess estrogens which are found everywhere you know, it's those toxins in our hair products. It's those toxins in our makeup. Um, we want to make sure that those get detoxified out of our system and they don't stay within our bloodstream and mimic estrogen. And so leafy greens help us do just that. Detoxify. Yes. All right. Next one is oh, a lot of people are going to like this one because I like it. I love this one. Do you like this one? Tony? I love this one. Dark chocolate. Hell yeah. So chocolate, what? Wait, we're putting chocolate on the list? We're putting yes. chocolate on the list. Because a little dark chocolate never hurt nobody. <laughs> <laughs> because it actually helps to improve insulin sensitivity, reduce blood pressure, and can actually help with weight loss. Just like berries, the dark chocolate contains polyphenols that can help fight fatigue as well. So why don't we combine some berries and some chocolate and combine the PCOS fighting attributes of each one to make one ultimate soldier. And nuts. And nuts. Oh, throw it in there. Throw Dude, it all in oh there. Oh my gosh, how does that sound? Or what if we just combine all 10 of these foods into a bowl and just mash it together? That's exactly what I'm imagining right now. Okay. And then we just bake it. You don't want to bake blue. And then we just like throw, like, anytime you need like a boost, <laughs> you just like, you just throw in like a protein ball oh, containing all 10 of these ingredients. No, don't be ridiculous now. You don't be ridiculous. Some chunks. Okay. How does this sound? Some dairy-free chunks of dark chocolate in a Ziploc bag with some blueberries and some almonds. Isn't that the best snack? Yeah. Like, you know, if you're in class or like on the go or anything like that. It's better than getting like a bag of mixed nuts from Trader Joe's that has all kinds of dried fruit and sugar in it. Mm -hmm. It's more controlled. I like to make my own trail mix and dark chocolate is always part of it. I like to get dark chocolate and then I choose a dried fruit of choice like dried blueberries or dried um, cherries with no sugar added to it and then lots of different nuts in it. And, you know, the dark chocolate is just fun. You want to have some fun with your snacks. Yeah. And be aware too the with dark chocolate, like you want to avoid the ones that are that have like dairy in them or have added sugars, mm -hmm. um, like added ingredients that are not necessary. Real dark chocolate, if you get it from a like a good brand, it's not gonna have dairy in it. It's not gonna have added sugars. It's just gonna be like pure dark chocolate with cocoa. You know. Yes, I cool. think Trader Joe's has it. Yeah, that really big like cardboard looking like thing one, right? Yeah, I think that one has dairy in it though. The dark chocolate one though. Mm -hmm. Okay, Maybe, I don't know. We have to double check. All right. The next PCOS fighting food, the PCOS Kung Fu fighting food is turmeric. 
Turmeric is one of those legendary health foods and it is delicious when you put it on rice, when you put it on a lot of different meals. And it's great for insulin resistance. It's great to help lower your blood sugar and to raise your healthy cholesterol levels. So I like to cook with turmeric a lot, but I also like to take a curcumin supplement because that is the potent form of what's healthy in the turmeric. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so sorry, go ahead. Hit it, babe. You're no. a curcumin expert. Well, I was just going to say like the the most beneficial um, component of turmeric is the curcumin, but when you eat turmeric, you're not getting that much curcumin compared yeah. to the like turmeric that you're eating. It's like literally like less than a percent of the turmeric you're eating. To get the a beneficial amount of curcumin into your body, you would have to eat so much turmeric. Right. Instead, you can also have a curcumin extract in the form of a pill. Like we have we have a uh, in our metabolism plus bundle, one of the bottles is our curcumin complex if you want to call it because it is a very highly bioavailable curcumin that is almost 100%, if not 100%, absorbable into the body. Yes, it's 100% absorbable, and it's 300 milligrams. A lot of other curcumin supplements come in a really high dose because they're not as absorbable, and then you have to digest a really high dose of curcumin, and basically you're not getting all the benefit from it. So Yeah, that's the thing is that... meticulous. Yeah, like curcumin is actually really hard for the body to absorb. So for example, generally your body will absorb only about like 10 to 15% of what you take. So for example, if you take a 1500 milligram curcumin pill, your body uh, and the studies have shown will absorb 10% of that. So that 1500 milligram is only 150 milligram. Mm -hmm. Whereas ours is 300 milligram, but in the studies have shown that it is 100% bioavailable and absorbable. Therefore, you get 300% of that 300 milligram, a lot more that you get from the 1500 milligram pill. So not to get too more deep into that, uh, but that's kind of like... We're really proud of our curcumin supplement. Yes, we are. We are very proud of it. All right, next on the list is pumpkin. I had to add this in there because it is the season for pumpkin. Pumpkin is a delicious squash that has fiber and it has a great source of vitamin C, potassium, and lots of antioxidants. I like to add a scoop, like a tablespoon or two, into my smoothies. Um, I also like to bake with it, make some low sugar deliciousness with pumpkin because it is so healthy for you. And so is a lot of other squashes. Like pumpkin stands out right now, but there's also spaghetti squash and butternut squash. And these are also a wonderful source of vitamin C and antioxidants Mm -hmm. and also just a delicious um, source of fiber and a bit of carbs in your meal as well. Absolutely. Okay. Well, we are down to our last one. I feel like everyone should make their guess right now. If you're listening, you don't know what the 10th one is right now. Make your guess. I'll give you a hint. It starts with a T, the letter T. All right. Guess is all in. Tomatoes. Tomatoes. That's right. Tomatoes are very versatile, easy to cook with. You could eat it as a snack, combining with something else. You could roast it with a salmon dish, put it in a soup sauce. Mm -hmm. You could literally integrate it into anything. But is there benefits to it? Yes. It's so good for you. Yeah. They are very anti-inflammatory. They have lots of fiber in it. Of course, they're low in calories. They have lots of antioxidants, vitamin C, vitamin A. And it's just a great health food that you can eat in so many different ways. And you can hide it in so many different... Well, it doesn't really hide because it has that 
delicious tomato flavor, but you can use it a lot in so many different dishes. Mm -hmm. Even cherry tomatoes, you know, make a salad with it or cook tomatoes in your soups and stews. It is nutrient dense and um, just wonderful. And it's in a lot of our recipes in the sisterhood because it really ties things together. Yeah, exactly. And kind of to summarize all these 10 foods, if you're confused about like, okay, you just told me 10 foods, how do I start incorporating them into my day-to-day life? So like when it comes to all the recipes and the meal plans in the sisterhood, they're all designed with these foods in mind. Not just these 10 foods, but all the foods that are good for PCOS symptoms. So if you want to have foods that are catered, that are designed with these kinds of um, ingredients in mind, you can always check out the sisterhood with all the meal plans and recipes that we have. There are literally 50, 100 plus at this point because we add 10 new recipes every single month, 100 plus gluten dairy-free recipes for breakfast, lunch, dinner, um, desserts, snacks, everything. Yes. And kind of to summarize this episode too, like we just talked about foods, right? Mm-hmm. Lifestyle. We also talked about some supplements. And we always talk about, when we talk about supplements, The important thing to note about supplements is that they supplement your diet. So your diet is really where your body gets the majority of its, you know, like nutrients and vitamins and what it really helps it to to propel it every day to have energy and just lose weight and etc. But if you don't get, you know, the proper diet and lifestyle, sometimes those things are lacking, there are gaps, and then your body is not running at its best. Now, that's when you want to add in supplements to, again, supplement your diet and lifestyle. So what we're trying to say is, and the point of this episode is, you always want to first focus on your diet and lifestyle. When we say diet, we don't mean go on a diet. We just mean what you're putting into your body, your day-to-day um you know, what you're eating, basically. So you want to improve that by adding these kinds of foods into there. And if you feel like you still have gaps, you still feel like you need to fill in those nutrient issues, then supplement, for example, like we mentioned, our Metabolism Plus Supplement Bundle, which contains literally like all the nutrients and vitamins that we talked about in this episode as well. Yes. Well, that pretty much concludes our 10 PCOS Kung Fu Fighting Foods. Yes. I hope you enjoyed this episode, sisters, Mm -hmm. and I hope you are thinking about some of these foods while you eat them and you enjoy the feeling of knowing that they are so good for your PCOS. Yeah. And if you want to learn more about the avocado recipes that we mentioned before, you can go to our website again, PCOSweightloss.org, and go to the blog section. And if you want to get access to all the recipes, uh, you can find this sisterhood there as well. If you have any questions or want us to cover any episodes, please, please send us a DM on Instagram at PCOS.WeightLoss and let us know what episodes you want us to cover. Yes. Talk to you soon, sisters. Take care. Bye. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast, you have to come check out The Sisterhood. It's my monthly membership site where sisters just like you are learning how to move through the stages of PCOS. From stage one, cold and alone at the doctor's office, to stage five, nailing the PCOS lifestyle, gluten and dairy free. Get ready to finally feel in control of your body again.